When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Garrick's there. We think Garrick's there. Garrick, you're back on the line, mate. Uh... I did one of the great introductions, of course. I'm not sure you heard it, but just if you didn't, just... I heard it. Yeah, believe it. Mm. I heard it, and as soon as you said, well, they give the trainers, um, what they give their horses, and you cut out, disappeared. I thought I'd been been, uh, kicked to the curb prematurely. I'd had some... Um, I'd always test this. After last week, anything's an upgrade, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, Nothing nothing harder than having a conversation on the 32nd day. I'll give you the tip. Um... But we're here, here we are. Plenty to talk about this week, mate. Fe- feedback uh, would have been from Johnny Turner that uh, having a conversation with you is like being on a 30-second delay. Oh, jeez, that's harsh, isn't it? Oh, oh, I know. Wait, oh. And I've just put words into his mouth as well and thrown him under the bus at the same time. But I reckon he'd be proud of that, actually, knowing the man. Uh, like, I just wish I'd never met him, to be honest. He's hard work <laughs> at the best of times. <laughs> Johnny, uh, can you chime in, please? Uh, zero four double nine seven three six seven three six. Now, this horse, Bol Ramsky, he's going to want to be good because I'm pretty keen on a horse called Sir Vincent, right? He's got a lot of ability, Sir Vincent. His figure form doesn't look good in this race, two five nine. But I'm pretty well told he got, he's a very nice horse, Sir Vincent. He's he's had he had a gear issue two starts back. He wasn't quite right at Horsham. He goes all the way to Maryborough today. He hands up the lead to Bol Ramsky, and we might see how good Sir Vincent is. He's thirty-four dollars, so be it's going to be a very interesting race. This race, Garrick. I'm not. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't know much about Sir Vincent, but he'd want to be pretty good. This Bol Ramsky. He'd want to be pretty good to beat a thirty-four dollar shot drawn one. Is that what you're telling me? Yep, correct. Oh, you are, you are, the, you are the man with the oil. Um, so look, <laughs> I'll, I'll bow to your superior knowledge there. Mick Bellman versus Glenn Craven. Uh, yeah, it'll be an interesting tactical race coming up in a couple of hours. Um, I guess watch with interest. I mean, we spoke about Boransky uh, before the race has got rained out. Was it last week, I think, or the week before? Um, yeah, really nice horse. Big, strong horse. Um, resuming run, I thought, was really good at Cambridge. Just got held up at the wrong time and come up the markers by nose behind a very, very good horse we will see going around a little bit later on. Uh, actually, sorry getting my stable mates confused here, a horse called Son of Mac from over here in New Zealand, who's in the group one the other night at uh, Addington. So it's good form for Bo Ramsky. Um, yeah. I dare say Matty Craven and his owners would have to pay a fair bit for this horse, so they will have an acid test first up if what you say is to be believed. Are you a, uh, when you have your spuds, are you a roast you, spuds man, or are you a, uh, you, you have them whole sort of boiled, or do you have them uh, as mash? I ate mash every night growing up, so I kind of avoid it now as a grown-up. Um, you know, roast spuds, that's my lot, mate. All right, race five, number one, Frank Burns. 
in at Kilmore, those MASH fans would have picked up on the reference. Okay, over my head. He, uh, I mean, when 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 Mash was on, you you're a teenager when Mash was on at the prime, I suppose. Were you? So, oh, come yeah. no, look, uh, actually, come Frank Burns really nice horse. Um, <laughs> hey, come on, that's about seventy you on one to me. Um, <laughs> really nice horse, this Frank Burns. Um, lovely mover, big strong type. Um, he's he can do work. He can he can come off a sit. He's run a twenty six and a half quarter. Good mile rates, um, maybe lacks a little bit of brilliance, shall we say, but, you know, he's very versatile and progressive, and I think from the draw this week, uh, for new trainers at Calvin Barker, yeah, I expect probably a winning debut in Australia. Nice horse. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's tonight. Race nine, number two, Caster Semenya, which is a very interesting name for a horse. Trained by Josh Dickey and Sam Kilgower. Yeah, look, I'll be honest. I've spent the last hour contemplating ways I could make hermaphrodite <laughs> jokes about the source, but uh, I'm going to avoid it. Look, uh, I will say this. It's, it's Andy, Philly. It's, it's not something that's jumped out at me. Um, you know, race primarily down deep south for Tony Barron. Tony best known over there maybe as the breeder, owner, and former trainer of Queen Alita. So um, he'll be hoping that he gets some of the success for this one. Uh, he's got gate speed, um, can, can run some time. He's very keen to see how Josh and Sammy uh, go with her. It doesn't look a strong field to open up. They're showing account. So has the right draw, and she's got gate speed. So I expect he'll probably lead and be pretty tough to beat. I was looking up Josh and Sammy's uh, record the other day. I don't know whether it was an error or whether I was reading it wrong, but it looked like they'd only had one starter all year. Does that sound right? Uh, they might have been just in Josh's name, were they? And they've just transferred them into Josh and Sammy's name together. So that would then right. that would then change those stats, if that makes sense. I might have been looking up Josh by himself and maybe oh. didn't take into account the starters they've had as a partnership. So Yeah, yeah, yeah that, okay. That, be... that, that's a Kiwi era looking at an Australian uh, website. Yeah, so they've had 16 together for two winners and three placings under their name, just to clear that up for you. Right. I see the, the horse we've talked about a few times. Is it American Hammer or something? Yep. Um, he's, he's out again this week. So, um, yeah, starting to gather some momentum. They are a little bit, which is good, good, good. Now, Geelong, very important horse for us to talk about at Geelong Race 2, number six. One of our great listeners, a big fella. I believe uh, this is the horse he has a share in. Where's the gold? Still down as owner Stonewall Stud, but I think that may be going to change, I would say. So some paperwork will be filed, and uh, he'll be very interested to hear your thoughts on where's the gold. He's been listening to this segment for about 15 months, and this is the first time he's bought a share uh-huh. into a harness horse. Is this, a, just reading between the lines, is this a summit a syndication um, effort, I guess, going to Emerson Clayton? Would be my guess. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is, yeah. Well, they've, they've picked up a, a pretty handy type here. He look, he's, he flies the gate. He's got huge gate speed. Um, does where the spreaders. I'm not sure how you know how much that affects his um, tractability, shall we say, on certain tracks. Uh, but they were obviously there for a reason. He did spend a lot of time over here racing, and um, we had quite a few amateur driver races from memory, um, and and was. Pretty much too good for those fields. Uh, he won one or two, and there's another one there where he caught the Savage check at the 400 and still 
uh, mounted a huge recovery for second. That was about three or four starts ago at Auckland. Um, I mean, one fifty-six mile rate as well. So, look, he he definitely is trending in the right direction. Um, the, his racing this prep the last sort of three or four months is he's come a long way from where he was maybe nine, twelve months ago. He looked like a bit of an average sort of battler, but he's turned the corner. Um, and yeah, as I said, that gate speed he can he's led from the outside over here, so he's definitely that's going to put him in good stead. As we've mentioned many, many times recently, uh, going to that barn as well, obviously, is going to be a help rather than a hindrance. So, yeah, I would expect Mark Pitt will light him up. He'll lead and probably win. Yeah, there is some depth in it with Major Major goes pretty well, and Modern Bliss went incredibly hard last start. So there's a little bit of talent in the race. So it may not be – it won't go around a ten. I don't think, if that makes sense. It'll be more like a $1.60 if – I'd say, Gary. How big's Geelong? Like, is it a is it a leader bias track? Yeah, uh, well, all tracks are leader biased in a way, aren't they? But yeah, it, it's it's uh, nine hundred and something maybe from off the top of my head. But it is a very fast track, and when when you're a really fast track, it becomes leader bias if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Well, look. Um, I mean, if Modern Bliss or Major Major really get off the arm, that could change things. But yeah. I dare say they'll be looking to go forward with Les the Gold because probably his best asset is his early speed. So um, that would be the only lead I can give you. Hugo Maguire. Uh, I haven't looked it up. Uh, race three, number six at Geelong. And uh, this is a, there's a fairly, some fairly familiar names here with the uh, Lily team and uh, Johnny Wilkinson is in this horse and there's Morrisons and Rileys and Dowlings, names that come up very uh, often in a Brent Lily horse. So they've had some really good ones across the journey. This is a uh, Sweet Lou that's won its last two, which at all points in the right direction, it's a pretty talented horse, Hugo Maguire. This is a very... Very good horse. Will be in the up, upper echelons of his of his year going forward. Uh, Brent and his owners have done well to secure this horse. I was on it. I know a few other agents were. Ultimately, um, they the former owners, including trainer Cole Marshall, stayed in the horse for a piece, and I think that was what helped Brent secure the horse. Um, obviously, there was a lot of money paid for his owners to buy into it. But, look, this is a, a very, very serious racehorse. His first one at Auckland was just amazing. A big field, a strong maiden field. He never saw the markers. He was three wide, come from come from miles back and just absolutely destroyed them. It was an amazing win first up and then backed it up with a second win. Um, in an easier field, probably, to be fair, and with a softer run at Cambridge, but he won. So, yeah, I, this horse is going on to bigger things, um, and I would expect, with due respect to anything else in that field, that he probably will be winning this week, and would not surprise me to see him rack up two or three in a row fairly quickly. All right, well, that's very strong, and I'd say it's here for Breeders' Crown, I would imagine, and, and I don't know if it'd be victory. From memory, mm. from, memory, um, from memory, it was eligible and or paid up from, for the Breeders' Crown. Yeah. So to give you a bit of an insight into Geelong, I've looked it up. It's 960 metres circumference. So Melton's 1,040, Bendigo and Ballarat are 1,000. The home straight at Geelong is 200, which Melton, even though Melton's 80 metres uh, longer around, the home straight's only 205. 
The home straight at Bendigo is 185, and the home straight at Ballarat, which is famous for being long, is 248. But the really important things, oh. the camber, uh, the radius of the turns, and the radius at Geelong is 81. The radius at Bendigo and Melton is 110, and the radius at Ballarat is 80. So I think of Geelong more like a Ballarat maybe than, than, a, than a Melton or a Bendigo, just for interest. Okay. Hmm. That's that's great information. Um, don't I know it's your premier track over there, but I do find Melton sometimes can be very hard to watch. Um, a, bit, a bit like Gloucester Park. Um, you know, I just don't know why they put such a short straight in there on such, you know, what's supposed to be, well, what is the premier track in the state? You know, they had a chance to sort of start from scratch, what, 10 years ago when they moved on from the valley and, um, you know, just, I don't know. I don't know what the, the opinions are over there, but just felt maybe like the straight should have been a little bit, made a bit longer when they built it. It's just my opinion. And Bun- Bunbury, mate, one you've thrown up. Race two, number one on Friday at Bunbury. Uh, and Bunbury has a 205-metre home straight, for those wondering, 960-metre circumference and 87-metre uh, radius of the turns. So it's a pretty good track, Bunbury. Uh, race, race two, number one, Tony Street. Trainer Luke Edwards, driver Gary Hall, uh, has had 15 starts, one win, four placings, so it doesn't jump off the page as a really nice filly. Well, it's probably not that good a horse, to be honest, but I just there was a couple of reasons I wanted to note it. The primary one being she's a full sister to, or half-sister, by Better's Delight, to copy that. Um, so she's been bought by the guy over there, Simmons, who's sort of developing a brewery band, I think. Oh, yeah. Maybe got a few stallions around them as well. So so she's, um, yeah, she's, she's a blue blood, shall we say now, being a sister to a New Zealand Cup winner. Um, she does have gate speed. They never used it often, but the times they did, she led for fun. So just one to watch going forward. I, but I just thought this week, drawn one, junior in the cart. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be intrigued to see how she sort of takes to the to the West Australian style of racing. Um, but I would expect her, as long as, as long as junior asks, she should lead and doesn't look a strong field. So... Um, maybe for interest's sake, you know, have a watch and a bet on her, but, you know, I'll be curious to see just how far she can go. All right, mate. Uh, we just crashed into the break at the end of that, but that's okay. Uh, we would have got enough of that out for people to have a bet on it. So thank you, my friend, yeah. and I will speak to you next week. Thanks, mate. No, it's good.